0: Gotta have gut hope. It's gotta get better. It's gonna get better. You've got this. This is the Gut Hope Podcast. Gotta have gut hope. Gut hope. Inspiration and healing. It can happen. Hello and welcome to the Gut Hope Podcast. I'm Steve Collings. I'm really excited to talk to you today about the GI Cure. I've had several questions come in based off of the first few episodes of this podcast, and I hope I can answer. A bunch of those questions for you today. Um, first of all, I'm going to start off with this. I'm not a doctor. I think I've explained this before. <laughs> so take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt but also I'm pointing out that my son has been healed of ulcerative colitis and if you or someone you love is struggling with that, you should listen to what I'm saying because I think it can help you. To start off, I just want to give you a little... Inside into my thought process of, of how I ended up pursuing and testing out the GI cure. And I did a lot of research, uh, focused research, on the problems that we're seeing with the gut. And in, in most cases, what I've found is that there is an imbalance in the gut biome. That means the bacteria is messed up. It's like there's more bad guys than good guys, is what they often say. And that makes sense to me. It's very clear that that's what's going on in the gut with people who have Crohn's, or ulcerative colitis, or even IBS. There's just an imbalance going on. And so your brain starts going, well, okay, it's not balanced. How do I fix the imbalance? Right? How do I, on top of that, how do I fix the damage that's been done? So those are the thoughts in my head after I'm discovering that that's really all related to this. An imbalance or dysbiosis that's happening in the intestines, and I'm thinking, well, gosh, there's our body is made to heal itself. You know, we look at your look at your hand, and you see a scar on it, and and the body is designed to heal itself, and I believe the gut can heal itself. Why wouldn't it be able to? But I just didn't know how that was possible, and I think the big problem was is that. From day one, I swallowed the pill, so to speak, of believing that ulcerative colitis was an autoimmune disorder, probably similar to many of you, because that's what the doctor tells you, like, here's, here's how I'm going to explain what's just happened to your son. We talked about that in a previous podcast, but I still remember the doctor explaining what was going on with Brad and saying, okay. You got an autoimmune disorder that made a little bit of sense to me because I have a sister with the autoimmune disorder, but it was frustrating because I knew there wasn't really a cure for that and so when when I asked him, or is there a cure for this obviously the answer was no from him that i I think that's very similar to what many people have experienced and I'm guessing that a lot of you feel like I do, that you said, that just doesn't seem right. And here's, here's why I think ulcerative colitis, after all my studying, a lot of this is just going to be my opinion, right? So take, take it all with a grain of salt. But here's why I fell out of love with the idea that this is an autoimmune disorder, is I, I figured out that there are many, many, many autoimmune disorders out there and it, it's almost like something that they just don't know how to explain, so they throw it in that category. And it might be, it seems like anything that reacts to prednisone and fixes the problem is an autoimmune disorder, but we can't leave you on prednisone. That'd be crazy. So there's tons of these issues that fall in this camp. And the more and more I studied it and got off of ulcerativecolitis.com and ibs.com, or whatever, all these forums that are focused on this and promoting medicinal solutions, the more I found most people aren't calling this an autoimmune disorder. And one of the things that I liked about Albert Snow when he's talking about this is, look, this is not an autoimmune disorder. He's like the first one to really blatantly come out and say this that I could find. And he says, this is a man-made condition. Now I don't know if that's true or not, but this is his, I mean, I've listened to every one of his videos, I think, that he's done, his podcasts, his radio station, I've listened to a lot of what he has to say. And his theory, and I'll put it in a theory camp, is ulcerative colitis is caused by antibiotics. I don't know if that's true or not, to be honest with you, but it is what he's saying. Okay, I don't really know. If nothing else, somebody's telling you this is what caused it. (laughs) when No one else can even tell you that. Even if you say there's an imbalance in the gut, well, what caused that? I think there could be a lot of reasons. And maybe antibiotics are part of that. I'm not sure. I don't have any science pointing behind that. It would be great if they someday can figure out what does cause it. Because I think that will lead to a solution. Well, in Albert Snow's opinion, it's antibiotics have caused this problem. And it may be from antibiotics you took back when you were a teenager. There does seem to be a lot of people with ulcerative colitis who were on heavy doses of antibiotics at one point in their life. That's why we brought up Brett's medical history in one of the episodes. And we talk about him having MRSA and having to fight that for several months with some heavy antibiotics. But a lot of people have fought acne and stuff in their youth. And then later in life, they're having ulcerative colitis. There may be a tie to that. To me, understanding that exactly right now is sort of irrelevant. But I like that somebody's actually giving a solution. I also felt like after all my studies that probiotics were part of the solution to fixing this. Like if there's an imbalance of these um, bacteria in your stomach, or Probiotics, probiotics in your system, that adding these into your system was going to be part of the solution. That just made a lot of sense to me. And if you remember, and we tried this with Brett for about two months, really actively using a probiotic solution from doTERRA, which I I really liked their products, but it wasn't working. And so as much as I'm reading the benefit of probiotics, I'm not seeing the full effect, and I'm not seeing, you know, Brett coming out and being in what they'd call remission or anything like that due to probiotics. And so I just kept thinking, well, what's missing here? What's what's going on? And this is where I started looking into this fecal microbiota transplant. I'm just going to call it FMT. I, I don't know if you've heard about this or not. Most people that have delved into this have, have stumbled across it, but it's basically you're taking someone's, someone else's fecal matter, their poop, and giving it to yourself via an enema or swallowing it in a pill, you know, like a dehydrated version or something like that, and trying to get that bacteria back into your gut. And that sounds like gross as all get out. Sounds crazy. But when you look at the studies, you, you see that is actually an FDA-approved treatment for somebody who has C. diff. Somebody who's got a serious problem with their gut. It's not approved for ulcerative colitis or Crohn's. But in other countries, they do this. And it, it's used to treat a lot of different things. Interestingly, it's used to treat autism. I don't know if all of that works. I don't... but. I think just from my reading there's there's a positive effect for it and the FDA has approved it so there must be something legitimate to this but it always seems sort of fleeting when I look at people who've done this like on a blog or something like that it's it's not a permanent thing it's it and this isn't something you want to be doing for a lifetime right always giving yourself a, a fecal transplant that's disgusting who wants to be doing that it makes sense and trust me if it would heal people I think it's worth looking into I just I was right on the edge of considering that and I think the fact that it helps people even is crazy but there's something to that obviously and if if you can get these good probiotics to stay resident instead of flushing through you and ending up in the toilet bowl, that's kind of what a FMT does. It just doesn't fix the whole imbalance that's going on. So I'm leaning at this point really heavy towards probiotics, but they're not doing what I was hoping to see would happen. I'm trying to like balance that in my head, right? And that's what I've been doing through all of this is just balancing this information I'm finding with my scientific mind and <laughs> just saying, okay, yeah, yeah, and and we have to do that. We have to analyze it and not take everything at face value or we would be chasing our tails. There are so many ideas out there and so many people saying, well, try this essential oil or try this celery juice or try this. And, and I think a lot of those are effective, but I don't think they're bringing about healing. And that's one thing that really interests me with what Albert Snow is saying. What, I, I started this whole podcast off talking about the scripture of the 10 lepers. And that's still on my mind. And being grateful for what I have. I'm so glad that um, we've been able to do this podcast and get this information out. I feel like if somebody just listened to these few episodes, they're going to get a lot of good information and be able to help themselves a little bit. And I keep thinking about uh, another scripture that, that's from the New Testament. It's about when Jesus heals this blind man. And it's really interesting. It's found in John chapter 9. And uh, he's been blind his whole life, and nobody can believe it. You know, everyone's doubting it. His friends all believe it. His parents believe it. (laughs) But they're taken in front of this council, and they just don't believe it. And they said, look, you haven't been healed. That guy who healed you is a sinner. How could you possibly be healed? And I wrote this down. I love what he says. He says, he answered and said, whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know that whereas I was blind, now I see. I love that because that's how I feel about this whole experience is like, I don't know what to make of all of this. I don't know how to explain it. But all I can say is at one point, my son had ulcerative colitis. It was very bad. And now he doesn't. Whether uh, Albert Snow is a sinner or not, I don't know. (laughs) But he definitely brought something to light that I think uh, definitely needs some more attention. I would love to see it go through some scientific rigor and people start using this as a solution. So maybe that will happen in the future. Um, One, another part as I start explaining the theory of all of this, I, I talked about this being caused by antibiotics. Now, if you really want to get it from the horse's mouth, I would encourage you to go to his website, go to his YouTube. I think the easiest way to get there is going to GICure.com. That will redirect you to HolisticGastroenterology.com. I think that's hard to spell. So I like GICure.com. It'll just redirect you where you need to be and then go on YouTube and look, For GI cure you should watch this stuff there's a few simple videos explaining it I would I would start there for those that are just looking for the quick answers I'm going to quickly explain this to you talk about uh, what supplements that Brad took that were helpful to him so first of all I think the key solution in this protocol is colostrum what is that colostrum is comes from mammals when they first have a baby colostrums what comes out and before the milk comes out and it's got all the good stuff that the body needs to get it started correctly if a baby doesn't get mammal any mammal doesn't get their colostrum uh, they tend to have a harder time in life and so that's one of the first things that you want to get in there it helps you with your allergies Uh, You could research all of this. It's important for your body at a very early stage. And so um, Dr. Snow's philosophy on this is if we put colostrum in the body, down in the intestine, along with probiotics, he says it's sort of like two different things. He uses two different analogies. One of them is talking about like reloading your computer software I work with computers and I don't understand his analogy very well, but I also am a farmer (laughs) of sorts. I have more of a gardener than a farmer and I can understand the soil and seeds analogy, which makes a lot of sense to me. So if you'll visualize the lower intestine, it has a lining along the inside of it called a mucusal lining. And this is what just keeps everything flowing through there. And if that's damaged and, and exposed, then you start exposing muscle, fat, skin, blood vessels. And once that all gets started ex- being exposed and you're running poop over the top of it, it just wears it down like, like sandpaper, going over it over, it, over it again. and over again. And eventually that's where you'll hit blood vessels, you'll start bleeding, and that's what an ulcer is in your lower intestine. And it's difficult for that to heal itself when you're constantly eating and running digestive matter over the top of it. And that makes a lot of sense to me. Well, this, and he describes that mucusal lining as like Vaseline. I don't know if it's really like Vaseline or not. That's the way he describes it. I like it because it, it helps me visualize a lining, a protective lining along the inside of your intestines like okay this is how everything keeps moving through there and sliding okay i got it so bringing along colostrum is like laying a layer of soil over that area that's been worn down and and smoothing that out because colostrum's this sticky substance and the stuff you're gonna buy and put in your body is is gonna be in powder form most likely so when that enters your body your acids mix with it and liquid and it's it's gonna get sticky that we're trying to get to stick to the lower intestine and when that's happening we're trying to get the probiotics to take root in it so if you will the colostrum is like soil even fertile soil that's allowing seeds, which would be the probiotics, to come and land and take root. Now when all those probiotics take root, they intertwine. I like to think of it as like roots on, a, on a, two trees that are planted together. You know, you, They're gonna bind together and strengthen each other. And as that goes on and on and on and keeps building up, then you're getting more and more of these good bacteria back in your body, and it's actually healing right where the ulcer is. Now, that's the explanation I have of it. Have I observed that? (laughs) Have I uh, watched it happen? No, that's just the explanation. It makes sense to me. I thought I'd give it a try, right? That's that's really where I was at with it. Like, all that made sense? All right, let me give it a try. (laughs) I don't know whether it works or not. And so it's kind of a leap of faith to do this, and probably the same way you're feeling. I hope everything I'm sharing helps you take that next step to decide to fix and heal yourself. I really do. That's why I'm doing all this. So we reached out to Albert Snow and said, okay, let's, let's give this a try. He put us on a protocol. It's called the GI Cure Protocol. And I think I can tell you what we did without crossing any ethical lines. I'm not sure why that would matter, but I, you know, these are, These are available to anyone to go get. And I think putting them together in the right combination is the special sauce. But what I can only tell you is what happened with Brett. And so I can't tell you, hey, if this doesn't work or after 10 days you feel this way, go this way, go that way. I can only tell you what we did. And so I'm going to have some vagary in there just so that you're not off trying to do this exactly on your own. I'd hate to see you do that because you really do need some counsel through it. The problem is, when I started this podcast, Albert Snow was still in business, so to speak. And now he's retired. And so he's got a whole different way of doing things. I'll get into that later. But it does complicate your healing process. And honestly, I don't know where to send you for answers other than gi cure.com and getting the protocol that he has online. But in short, we bought all of our supplements from a company called Moss Nutrition. Moss Nutrition is awesome. Okay. There's there's a doctor there, Dr. Moss. I've spoken with him. He's incredible. An interesting thing about Moss Nutrition is everything that they sell ends with the word select. and that's just their branding so when I tell you all these things you'll know what I'm talking about so the first um, supplement that we took was probiotic select that's the probiotics pretty simple the next one was colostrum select again very simple that's the colostrum the next one was GI select that's a powder and you mix it in with some water and drink it It's just got good stuff that's gonna help heal soothe your stomach, soothe your whole intestinal tract. And then the last one is permeability select and that's a pill also. So those four pills are the basis or powders are the basis of the GI cure protocol. It's not super complicated, is it? The other um, supplement that he took was called Saccharomyces boulardii. That's a big mouthful. Saccharomyces Bollardi. S-A-C-C-H-A-R-O-M-Y-C-S. Just like it sounds. <laughs> Bolardi, B-O-U-L-A-R-D-I-I. All right. This one's kind of interesting. We started off on this. I keep saying we, but really it's Brett. Brett started off on this. And if you recall, he started taking uh, prednisone at the very beginning of starting this GI cure of taking all these supplements and the purpose of the Saccharomyces boulardii is oh I should say in our house we shorten everything I've already told you that and we call it SB that's <laughs> easier so we say did you take your SB yes okay so The whole point of the SB is to bring the diarrhea under control so that all these expensive things you're buying, all these other supplements that you're putting in you, don't get flushed down the toilet. Because if you've got diarrhea, adding all this in isn't going to solve your problem. So the first step is getting the diarrhea under control. So this is what Snow prescribed to Brett to do that and... There's a process. I wouldn't just say go buy this and take a pill. And there's a methodology to all of this. But I don't think that really did much good for him because I think the prednisone did the best for him. He was really sick when he started this and it took about a week for his diarrhea to stop. Um, At that same time, he was doing prednisone and taking this uh, SB. So I will also say that Outside of SNOW's protocol, I added one other uh, supplement to his regimen called indigo, and he took that for the first week also. So once his diarrhea stopped, we took the SB, Saccharomyces boulardii, and the indigo out of his supplement routine. We get back to just the, the, the four main ingredients here, probiotics, colostrum, GI select, and permeability select it's that seems very simple and it is the other part of the protocol that's very important is the diet and in the midst of all of this he he used to call it the fiber diet or something like that but he renamed it to the texture diet which i think is a great name for it because really while all this healing is going on in my mind i can see it happening i can see colostrum being laid down I see seeds being planted I I get that in my mind's eye I can see that happening and then if you're running rough food over the top of it like broccoli (laughs) it's not gonna be good and all it's gonna do is scrape off the healing that you've got going on and so the texture dye is really not about reducing fiber but it's about reducing these textures that could potentially cause you problems this is super easy I I don't know I've seen a lot of other diets out there that are very difficult to follow I think this is easy don't eat any raw fruit or vegetables you have stuff that's cooked so if you really like broccoli you like raw broccoli Well, just wait a while get healed and then eat raw broccoli until then cook your broccoli or don't eat it at all and so no raw fruit or vegetables no nuts, seeds, corn. So you just kind of visualize it in your mind. Like, do I want corn running over the top of my cornhole? No, I want a nice smooth Vaseline environment right now while it heals. And so you can eat whatever you want fruit wise that even has fiber, as long as it's smooth and it's not rough and it's not going to mess you up like avocados, bananas, things like that, that are maybe potentially have fiber in them but are smooth and won't rip up what your healing is and then you can cook anything you want juice it blend it you can drink milk if you don't have a milk problem drink milk if you do you should be drinking something else like almond milk i mean it's it's kind of common sense on what you should do there i know it seems really simple that's the protocol that's it That's what you do. And I'm sure there's a lot of different directions you can go. But in Brett's case, he just followed this and he stuck with it. And he did it every day. Day in, day out. He followed it. And he's healed. I don't know what else to say. Kind of like that blind guy. I was blind, but now I see. I don't know what else to tell you. (laughs) All right. So one of the questions that I got that I wanted to answer is how much does this protocol cost? That was one of the questions I had going into this where I didn't really have a clear answer. Again, we bought all of our supplements from Moss Nutrition, except for indigo. bought that from somewhere else. If you're wondering where I, why I got indigo, I just read that on another blog about a good way to control diarrhea. And so I just mixed it in. It wasn't that big of a deal. Anyway, I pulled up all of my receipts from Moss Nutrition. I want to give you an idea of what this cost. So the first one we bought was uh, on June 9th, and it was $327.24. So that's a, that's a pretty good chunk of money. And the last thing that we bought was October 3rd. So over that time, we spent... I just did some quick math. It's about 300 bucks a month. So we spent about $1,400 over that time from June 9th to October 3rd. Now, October 3rd was our last purchase. And at that point, we were going and reducing the supplements. He's already been healed for a while. And said, okay, let's, say, let's see how he starts doing with less supplements. We were cutting them in half, and then we were letting them taper off. And that's eventually what you do is you just like, can I live without the colostrum? Do I have any problems? Can I live without GI Select powder? Yeah, do I have any problems? And you just slowly wean off of all of that. Um, so fourteen hundred bucks plus another three hundred bucks to be one of Albert Snow's patients. That was the total, seventeen hundred bucks. Now to me. I didn't know that's what I was going to have to pay going into it. Um, but now seeing my son healed, I remember a month after him being healed and two months, I was thinking I would have given anything for this. And I think there's people out there that take advantage of people willing to pay anything to get it healed. Now that's a sad part, isn't its is it? Is you know, if I could give someone my car... If I give someone my house, (laughs) whatever I have, how can I help my son? What could I do for him? We would give anything for for ourselves or for our loved ones, right? So I hope you really take that into consideration and think about your health. I mean, I don't know why the medical industry doesn't realize this, but imagine how much a doctor visit costs, uh, going to the hospital costs, how much having a colonectomy cost. I mean, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money going to a lot of people. And I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. But that's a lot of money going to a lot of people. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I'll just stop with that and and try not to go too crazy. Anyway, if you listen to my first podcast, you know that the real reason I'm doing this is I want to help. I want to help pay it forward. I want to reduce needless suffering. That's what I look at. I, I see it as like, why would you suffer? You don't need to. And um, I'm hoping this gives somebody who might be on the fence a little inspiration to go, okay, let's let's give it a try. <laughs> if you go out to the GI Cure. Site or the holistic gastroenterology site, you'll see that you could buy this protocol online. And I'm not getting paid to tell you this. And I've I've actually asked Albert Snow to join me on a podcast. He he uh, he just says I'm in retirement now. I'm not doing anything like this. But on his website, he's taking his whole protocol. And I haven't looked at this. I just know what I've seen and heard. Off his website and off of forums that you can go buy this protocol. It's three hundred bucks, and then you have access to his entire database. And this is in his database. It will give you all the left and right turns you need to take if things aren't going the way you expect. And for another hundred bucks, you can buy the constipation protocol, um, if that's up your alley and something you're dealing with. Again, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't. Make anything off telling you this I'm just trying to be straight on how much this costs and what you're getting into um, by doing this protocol the nice thing is when you get signed up you pay the 300 bucks you can still contact dr. snow I guess as long as he keeps doing this for 15 bucks an email or 25 bucks a call in my mind that's equal to a copay I should say this with uh, the supplements is that a a lot of you may have flexible spending accounts or something like that or HSA. Mine wouldn't cover any of this, but it's certainly worth looking into to see if yours will cover it. And on some forums, I've seen other countries like Canada that do cover it. So it's worth at least asking and seeing if you can get coverage and use your health savings account or your flexible spending. So the last little part of this is just, I tried to put myself into my shoes eight months ago. This is back when my son is still sick. (laughs) I'm like, if I could look back in time and tell myself, what advice would I give myself? Because that would be the same advice I would give you right now, if I could, if I could go back in time to this and say, Here, here's what I think you should do. And again, let me just emphasize, I'm not a doctor, right? But I, this is definitely my opinion. I would say pay the money to get healed. I'd say if you got to borrow some money from your family, borrow it. If you've got to, deliver pizzas for a month, do that, get, get 300 bucks, start, start working on healing yourself. It's worth it. And in my mind, why I say this is Brett was at the brink of getting a colonectomy. Like they didn't have any other options for him really. And so think how much that would have cost him and time and and how altering that would be to his life compared to 1700 bucks. Now he's on no medicine, no supplements. It's not costing us anything. That's worth it. So I would get started on that if you can. If you just, like, I, I know it, it's a hard world. And if you just don't have 300 bucks to get started, I hate to say this, but here's my advice. If you don't have 300 bucks, <laughs> first of all, don't eat things that you know are going to irritate your gut. That's common sense, but I mean, get serious about it. Stop eating things or drinking things that are going to bother you. Start eating the texture diet. Don't put things down there that are rough or are going to tear things up that you're trying to heal. Secondly, I'd say get your diarrhea under control. And whatever way you can do that. I talked about the SB. If you've had ulcerative colitis, you probably have a technique that you use to control your diarrhea. And so that could be all kinds of stuff. It could be medicine, emodium AD could be bone broth, could be an elemental diet. And in Brett's case it could be prednisone, right? Get it under control cuz you got to slow everything down. You can't have everything flushing out of you and going into the toilet. You're just wasting your money. That's not going to bring you any healing. So I'd say that. Second, get your diarrhea under control. Third, I'd say take a probiotic with colostrum. I don't know how much to tell you to take. you have to use your own judgment. Put them both together though. in <laughs> pill form. you don't have to mix them together or anything. Just take some pills together. Give some space around that when you eat it, you know before you eat or I think that's what Brett did. He would take this um, an hour more before he ate and he would take him in the evening an hour more after he ate. I think having it on an empty stomach is a benefit, but that's just my opinion. If you got some pennies left in your bank after doing those simple things, changing your diet a little, get your diarrhea, take a probiotic with colostrum, maybe possibly take another gut healing supplement that would help you, something that's going to calm it down. Take some time, research it, see what's available, look at the ingredients on Moss Nutrition, see what see what this stuff does, see see why Albert Snow is saying, yes, you should do this. And some of this stuff sounds weird, and it is, like Slippery Elm and Marshmallow. Those are two really effective supplements that are proven to help heal the gut. So if you're adding some things in there that are just helping a little bit, if you can afford it, I would encourage you to do that. And then I think if, if you have bought the protocol, and this is sort of my advice to the people that I know that are even doing the protocol and still don't feel 100% healed, it's probably because something else is wrong. If you're really following it and it's not working, after all my research, I would say something else is wrong. And you've got to take the time to figure out what that is. Um, And so I would put one more plug in here for a book that I just recently read. It's called Healthy Gut, Healthy You by Dr. Michael Ruscio. And he's got an awesome podcast. He's got an awesome website. One thing I respect a lot about him and Albert Snow is they're not sitting on their secrets. They're saying, here's how you can get healed or feel better. I don't know if. Dr. Ruscio is saying you can be healed. That's a, that's a pretty bold statement. But I know Albert Snow is saying that. Read through that. See if you can find. I like I like that Dr. Ruscio is saying here's where the left turn, right turn should be. And if you're not getting healed or you're not seeing an effect, then you need to have talk to your GI doctor and have this test done, or you should look at at possibly being tested for this. And some of these things that are just linger and cause problems can be healed relatively easy. Hopefully, maybe in one of our future podcasts, we can talk about some of those things. Um, But that is my advice that I have for you. If, If you were my own kid or whatever, I would tell you the same things I just told you right now. And I say that from the deepest part of my heart because I just don't want to see people suffering anymore from this. I hope this has all been helpful to you. In our future podcasts, I'm hoping to have um, some doctors join us. I'm hoping to have some of my friends who have been doing this protocol join us, who, who started a little after us. And I just want to share their stories. I've got some people that I've talked to on the forums that have found healing through this. And I just want to share their stories. So if you do have a story of healing, whether it's through the GI cure protocol or some other way, I'd love to hear from you. and I'd love to share it. Go to my website, guthope.com, and there's a form you can fill out. Send it in to me, and we'll see if we can get you on the podcast. Thank you so much, and I hope you have a great day. And as always, have gut hope.